from Flat Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. Keon, with my best friend here. He's in Austin. I'm in Nashville. Uh, let's do this. How are you feeling? Let's do it. I'm pretty good. I'm really jealous you're in, you're in Nashville. I've never been, actually. Everyone tells me I should go. How's, uh, how's life over there in Austin? Uh, it's the same as when you left it, really. Uh, How much do you miss me? I'm, oh, uh, 300%. <laughs> Dang, really? I miss you a whole much, dude. I miss, I miss you so much. I'm like, where's Keon when I need him? That's what I feel like right now. I'm lost. I'm like a lost puppy. A little yeah. puppy. Yeah, we are. We're codependent. <laughs> How was your week? Uh, it was good. Um, yeah, announced my fundraise, which we'll get into in a second, and then just been trying to get back into like feature, adding features and improving stuff. Um, that's, that's about it. Um, it looks like you guys are having a lot of fun in yeah. Nashville. I just saw that they posted that rip a second ago. Yeah, it was a lot of fun seeing a lot of our friends here. Everybody's asking about you. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. Oh. Good times. Good times. Yeah. I'll have to get up there at some point. Uh, yeah, for but, uh, sure. Let's get into the top stories. Yeah, let's get into the top five stories of the week on Stacker News Live. <laughs> yeah, so we have a little bit of meta mixed in. We'll see if we can get through it faster. But basically, I, I raised a seed round. Um, Yay. Uh, if you're curious about the pitch deck or terms or anything, it's in there. That was really cool you did that. You put the pitch deck in there. That's that's really good of you to do that. Very transparent. I love it. I did it for my pre-seed, and people seemed to like it. It seemed to encourage a lot of other founders to go out and raise money and, and think, think more seriously about it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, why not do it again? And I know there's like... Um, I remember like recently on Twitter, like Samson Mao's pitch deck was like revealed and he was like upset about it. Like, hey, I sent this to you confidentially. Why'd you reveal this? And uh, I'm like, why is it confidential at all? Like, like I'm, on some level, that's like my response is like a person who might use some product that someone develops. Like, shouldn't I know what your plans are with this thing I'm committing my life to on some level? Um, that's what I, yeah, that's yeah, what I like about, yeah. that's what I like about what you what we do at Plub Lab, you and Super are very big proponents of that transparency thing that that I really love, and I've I've leaned into it a lot more uh, since I've known you guys. So I think it's cool. I, I think you're right. This is how you get more devs. Yeah, you just got to be honest, and yeah, it help it helps to be super transparent so people see there's no like black box machinery going on um, in. In, in building a startup, it's fairly it's fairly easy. You make a pitch deck, you present it to rich people, they give you money, uh, and you build and you build and you build, and you talk to your users. That's pretty much the whole uh, whole gamut. But uh, anyway, that that's there. If anyone's curious about that, they can go check that out. Um, the other meta story was uh, we added an onion address. So if you are uh, if you want to browse Stacker News more privately. You can use that onion address. There's a cat. There's in the comments. I, I have some um, uh, caveats that you should be aware of. But 
Yeah, it's basically like like assets like JavaScript and CSS and images and stuff are still not loaded over Tor. They're not routed over Tor end to end. And then I haven't really uh, done much testing on logged in behaviors, but um, as far as browsing, you can you can browse Stack News much more privately than before. A lot of people ask for it, so I did that. Um, but that that's pretty much the end to our meta stuff. Uh, oh, also, top, I sh also I should note real quick too is um, Keon does a, a Stacker News newsletter every Saturday. So if there's anything that you missed here in the top stories or anything that's going on meta-wise for Stacker News, uh, check out that on Stacker News. Yeah, when you're log if you log into Stacker News with an email address, you're automatically subscribed. But if you're not, if you don't, if you log into Stacker News without an email address, you can go into your settings and. Uh, and subscribe to the newsletter. Or, or what you can do is go to thrillerbitcoin.com and then I, I do a whole write-up on Saturday as well too. And we put the podcast and the video and all that stuff in there so you can sign up there. It's free. Um, yeah. Right on. Um, yeah, uh, so top, top non-meta story is Gloria Zhao. I believe that's how you pronounce that, is now a Bitcoin core maintainer. What did you think cool. about that? Um, I mean, it, I I really liked it. Uh, I I when I my first chain code seminar, the lightning seminar that I did, Gloria was like the first person I had a little like huddle session with uh, in that seminar. So she was like the first person I talked to. Found her very uh, very pleasant and nice and smart um, in that conversation. Uh, yeah, and then she said she had mentioned she was working on mempool policy in core with Brink, um, and it's really cool to see her go from there, where she's taking these seminars, to boom, uh, Bitcoin Core maintainer. Um, and yeah, it is. If you go into the if you go into the actual PR where they add her uh, public key, um, there's quite a bit of back and forth. Some people are like not. You know, not super thrilled about, about why is adding. that, Keon? I mean, there's a there's a variety of reasons, um, but like some of the more common ones that you find in the comments or find in the in the replies are, um, you know, three three of the like here three of the developers are funded by Brink. Um, out of out of the seven maintainers, um, other people say she has you know. She's she's actively contributing to core um, on mempool policy, and there is some concern that she'll self self merge PRs. So basically, this 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 ability gives you the gives you the right to uh, merge code into Bitcoin Core. That's that's kind of what the, the significance of this event is, and so there's some fear that she will abuse it, I guess, because she or or have a strong bias toward her own opinions with regard and not not observe the communities very much. I mean, you could these are complaints you could make of nearly anyone. Yeah, that's that's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. It, was this is this more of a this is gonna be a spicy question for you? Um, you don't have to answer it. Do you think it's because she's a woman? That's why they're they're questioning this, or or that has nothing to do with it? I don't. I mean, I don't think the people are questioning it because she's a woman. I think they question all the questions that I've heard brought up are, are questions that I, I think someone would bring up regardless. I mean, I think if you have something like a 
like a Peter Woolley or some or something, maybe there'd be fewer questions. But that's more a matter of like domain, like domain expertise and like uh, history, perhaps than um, than gender. Um, she is the first Bitcoin core maintainer to be female, uh, which is which is cool, but kind of you know not not super not super relevant to like the task at hand, but uh, really interesting. I guess the other question uh, I have other, is, yeah, the other question I have is like if you if you round out those those devs that have the the keys, right? Um, do they all fill a certain like gap in different areas? Focuses. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I guess that's what I mean. Yeah, some of them have focuses, um, but I think they're all like their role is to. Like when when it seems like there's community support for something to merge it in, okay. Um, that's kind of that's kind of what the maintainer role is for. Uh, they are like one of the over like one of the gate. They're basically a gatekeeper in a way to like actually getting things changed in Bitcoin Core. And some of them do have focuses. Like Andrew Chow focuses, on, I believe, on the GUI and the wallet, like fairly specifically. And so. Um, so you can make some of the uh, similar complaints about Andrew Chow being uh, a maintainer, in that he could he has a little bit of a focus, a, a little bit of a high focus. Um, but it, it's a, it's an interesting discussion. I highly recommend checking out the PR um, just to see how people think about these kinds of things because uh, it's fairly complicated. You're 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 ele- you're giving someone power, and any time that happens, there's going to be a bunch of trade-offs. And uh, they're kind of all well considered in the comment thread, which is which is nice to see. Which is what you want. You want you want. Uh, is this how it always worked? Though? Is this how it's always worked? I, I don't think so. I mean, I I know probably less about Bitcoin history than I maybe should, um, but I think as time goes on, it will get more and more contentious. Just like you know, uh, probably electing George Washington wasn't that wasn't that. Uh, wasn't that big of a decision when it happened because he was just the first president. But I think when you, you know, now we get now we get to presidents and there's a, you know, a whole country that, uh, you know, gets kind of insane uh, around election time. Um, and I think that'll just so I think we can expect progressively more concern as we as we add maintainers to Bitcoin. Core. Wow. Sounds like very similar things that's going on in the real world right now, too, about group of people. Nice parallel. Yeah, dude. Fractals everywhere. Uh, so that's the first top story. Uh, the second top story is this uh, Lightning Network paper by the Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland. Um, it's a really, it's a pretty, I mean, I read it today. It's a pretty good paper. Like, I read it in full today. I read parts of it before. But, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. They don't. They don't fool. It seems like, based on based on a few things, it seems like they fully don't. They don't fully get it. Um, but they do. They did go pretty deep. Um, what they were trying to investigate was: has the Lightning Network successfully reduced uh, blocks like demand for block space? And they conclude that yes, yes, indeed, it has. Um, you know, they, they consider also SegWit adoption and and the Lightning Network and, and confirm that the Lightning Network has actually successfully reduced 
um, demand on block space, which is you know what 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 its kind of intended effect is, which is you know great to have confirmation from a, a group that might be otherwise biased against Bitcoin. And then additionally, they try to consider like whether the topology of the Lightning Network, meaning like whether it's de whether it's decentralized or centralized, has an impact on demand for block space. And uh, and they conclude that it seems like if you have even if you have a more centralized Lightning Network, it doesn't seem to make much of a difference in terms of demand for block space, which you'd think that. Because because what 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 their hypothesis was basically is that if the if the lightning network is like quite decentralized, you you might have a lot more channel opens and channel closes on chain as people try to connect to other people in the network. Um, but what their what the results showed, and there might be flaws in their like methodology or whatever. But what those results showed is that it doesn't seem to make much of a difference in terms of block space demand, whether Lightning Network trends towards centralization or decentralization. And that was kind of like a sub finding, uh, but something they tried to tease out in the paper. Yeah, a lot of heavy news to start the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I, mean, I pulled out a cigarette because I'm like, I'm like, man, this is uh, some heavy stuff. It's it's so great that you can explain this all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do pre I do prep for these. Uh, like, um, so I do I do try to make sure I'm not misinforming people. Uh, but yeah. Um, it, I mean, I think I would be super far behind if it weren't for uh, all the chain code stuff that I've learned and all the great uh, work that I've read of other people and stuff. Because I'm not, I'm not like a season, I'm not really a seasoned Bitcoiner, as you know. I'm like, a, yeah, I'm only a few years into this relative to the Odell. You're a young Bitcoiner. Young Bitcoiner. <laughs> all right. So uh, next top story is. Uh, Evan Kuladis's, uh, oh, boss. I, I, yeah, his AMA. I prefer to call him the father of Zeus, so that he's the grandfather. I met him this Zeus. week. Oh my god, dude! Oh, yeah. The guy's electric. He's electric, man. Uh, yeah. It, what does that mean? I, and the, now I understand why Zeus is is great. Like until you meet the person, uh, there's certain you could see a lot of, and I don't know, I haven't talked to him about this, but you could see a lot of him in in his project. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen him in calls before, in like lightning roundtables with um, with lightning labs before, and on podcasts, obviously. And he seems to just be, uh, he seems like a really cool guy, just based on. Really Based smart. Little... Really smart too. Yeah. That's awesome. It was a really good AMA. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Uh, he's, he asked, uh, how do you balance uh, enthusiasts versus like normal users? And he, he goes on, um, we have a bunch of work to do in here. Uh, I think most people would agree Zeus is more for an enthusiast than it is a, a normal person right now. But I think he he's kind of reveals as you read through this AMA that they have plans to release another app that's maybe better suited towards normal users. 
which is pretty cool. And they're going to release a, and they're actually going to try to make somewhat of a business out of um, their lightning, the, this additional lightning wallet that they're going to come out with by having uh, a lightning service provider as, as, as like a feature of it. Like I was telling him uh, a couple days ago, I was like, man, I use it for all the podcasting 2.0 stuff. Cause I just see it just like running down. Like whenever I want to pick me up during the day, I just like look at it and it's like perfect for that. Cause it's all, all the sats coming in, it just shows it. It's, it's pretty flawless, man. Have a, have a new appreciation for it, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's my favorite lightning wallet. It's what I use primarily if I'm, uh, especially if I'm not like having trouble connecting over Tor or I have an issue with liquidity on my home node or anything, it'll, it'll be what I use. Yeah, we also uh, got into a full-on like wallet discussion. Um, so it's good to see those wallet discussions happen everywhere. Uh, even in Nashville, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm so sad I'm, I'm missing some of that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, so Ke- uh, Kevin Rook asked him, what are, what are some books that have meaningfully changed your worldview? He says, you know, Rothbard's Anatomy of the State, which is like a staple. Um, the Fourth Turning is a fan of The Fourth Turning, which I haven't read yet. Um, but I really want to... Uh, he asks, uh, uh, other people ask, what are the key advantages of Zeus over other setups? And it's kind of a, kind of an odd question because, uh, ride the lightning and then he asks, yes, what are the, what are the advantages of Zeus over ride the lightning? And Evan responds, ride the lightning is more for, you know, desktop, obviously you're not going to be using ride the lightning on mobile, but a really good AMA. You know, I was surprised to learn that there was, that Evan is planning to, launch another wallet geared more towards normal people that has an LSP and might be looking to establish a business. And uh, that was really surprising to me. Um, yeah, cool. So we'll move on. Here's Zeus's uh, landing page. Oh, the next two top posts are actually from Kevin Rook. He posts, he's been posting some like original content. He does like these really good, like high level breakdowns that I think people like to see a lot. Like, uh, yeah, he should write more. Really, yeah. He'll do, he'll do really good things on stats. Mm-hmm. Like this is how much this is growing or he'll do really good lists of things like, um, which people just tend to like more because it's, it's fairly concise. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, he, uh, he posted about login with Lightning. Um, and so the app, they found four apps that support it. Stacker News, Ellen Markets, and Collider, and Zapread. And then all the wallets that support it, which are, you know, gro- which is a growing number. Zeus among them, but Blue Wallet more recently. Um, obviously, Albi. Um, a number of them. And uh, that, was a, that, was a, that was a top story. Someone comments later in here, and he comments that Ellen Cow, um, which I think might be his own product, uh, uh, he says that Ellen Cow also has Lightning Login. I'm not aware of many others that do, many other products that do it. Uh, Zap Read, which you already mentioned. Yeah, so it's. I'm surprised. I mean, users really seem to like Lightning Login, and very few apps actually support it. 
Any thoughts on Lightning Logan, Connor? Um, I'm indifferent. Nothing I want to say publicly yet. <laughs> okay. Have you used it yet? Yeah. Nick Carter's wallet company, don't you? Yeah, Dynamic. I'm, I'm full on Dynamic yeah. fan. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I could tell. Let's um, get uh, I know. Uh, cool. All right. Uh, the next top story is exchanges on Lightning. Yeah, that was cool. That was the one I really loved. Yeah. So it's cool to see. He'll, he'll, I mean, again, he does these breakdowns really well. Uh, says he's been tracking public capacity of exchange nodes and had noticed uh, interesting trends for like for one rivers nodes uh, are have gained seven 72 bitcoin of capacity in the last month which is crazy um south exchange which i'm not i guess it's a, it's an, an exchange in argentina has been adding quite a bit of capacity adding seven bitcoin recently um fixed float is another adding 24%. And uh, Bitfinex has a huge node. I didn't realize this, but they have 786 Bitcoin on their node. Um, again, by comparison, Stacker News' node has, I think, one Bitcoin of capacity. Oh, wow. Look at you. I know. I got a whole one on there. Um, but uh, pretty cool if, you're, if you like looking at this kind of stuff. Uh, some of them are going down, like OKCoin okay reduced their capacity by 14 Bitcoin. Um, but most of them are going up. And uh, that's, I, th I think, if you look at the growing capacity on the Lightning Network as a whole, it makes it, it, it like, the, it, there's, a, there's an obvious trend line. Right. Upward, uh, and quite exponential, actually. Right. Um, there was also, there was, but I, I recall earlier this week, there was an interesting discussion um, that some of us were having about uh, that, that we might expect lightning capacity to stop growing at some point because like the technology gets so used, so, so good, we use capital more efficiently on the lightning network. And I thought that was interesting because, you know, maybe, maybe you don't actually need that much Bitcoin on the lightning network to do quite a few payments. Um, and that, you know, maybe that's true. I don't, I don't really know. I expect, I expect more and more Bitcoin to migrate to Lightning just because there are, eventually the UX will be superior to Bitcoin itself. But, you know, maybe that's true too. Maybe, maybe uh, at some point the technology around the Lightning Network gets so efficient, so, so reliable that you, you don't really need, you What's know, up, all of the Bitcoin to migrate to Lightning. Yeah, we got a Ben Price spot in here. Oh, we're, I doing, we're, doing, we're doing Sacker News Live. Hello, look Say at hi. Bitcoin Say company, hi. the man. Am I on here? The yeah, you're out there. Yeah, I've been Bitcoin hanging out. Bitcoin company. I've been hanging out with the Benz. I was hanging out with the Benz. Um, you guys are competing with uh, Citadel. No, this is the time that we always do it. Yeah. Citadel's competing with you. No, there's no competition. <laughs> yeah, no, we're uh, we're we just pay we pay homage to Citadel, if anything. Yeah. You need a lighter? Oh, you got one. Cool. Okay, cool. So that's those are the exchanges on Lightning. Um, my top story of the week is Ellen Cow. Really? It's that so, one. 
Yeah, I thought it was a cool, it was a cool app. You know, I mean, it's very infrequent, actually. I mean, surprisingly, that we see new Lightning apps get released. That yeah. Are, that are, like, quite well designed and, and thought out. And no, it's beautiful. It's, it's I think it's beautiful. It'd be cool to see it on Umbro. Yeah. I see. You don't like that it... That it's gonna, it's host, it's host. Well, the, the thing, the thing, no, the, I think the thing, and I only took like maybe five minutes to look at it, but the thing that alarmed me was like it was gonna be connected to my Gmail and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I had to ask Tony about all that privacy stuff. Yeah, yeah I haven't personally um, like used it yet, but it seems pretty good. I guess you need to provide an email. I don't know what happens when you actually sign up. Uh, I'm not really interested in selling my time anytime soon, but yeah, I think there's no, there's really not much good reason that it needs to be centralized other than, I, I guess if you want um, like faster updates to it. I think it I works for some people. I think it works for some people, just I'm not one of them, unfortunately. Let's see. Have you been using it? Are you going to use it? Uh... I, I mean, I don't, I don't not, don't really, I'm not really interested in selling my time. Uh, I try to give it to Stacker News users for free, and then I usually reply to DMs. Okay. But I don't, I mean, I don't want to talk, I don't want to like have a sit down conversation with someone for like a hundred bucks or something. I don't, it's like, uh. Yeah. I think, I think for me, I think for me, if they show up at Blub Lab, I'll definitely talk to them or meet up or something. Right, if you like know them or you're like otherwise like yeah. into network. Or, or yeah, even if you don't know them, it's still good to know, you know. Yeah, it's like a Woosling. There's another Ben siding. <laughs> All right, another Ben. <laughs> right on. All right, well that's my top story. Um, your top story is Zaprite is phenomenal. Yeah. So he's doing a talk. Yeah, he's doing a talk right now, but um, he implemented Stripe uh, into that platform, and it's it's working pretty good, pretty good. Um, but yeah, I wrote that earlier this week. Uh, if you kind of scroll through it, you can kind of see all the all the flow that he's built into Zaprite. It's dude to this day I, I, that's one that's probably one that I use the most besides Stacker News and Bitcoin Company and Oshi uh, Zaprite. Yeah. Gave all the shout outs to your friends there. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's it's the truth. Cool. Like, I'd, I'd rather use my friend's stuff, you know? But, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Who do you, uh, what connector do you, what payment plugin do you use to do your invoices? Uh, I show it. I show it in there. If you okay. go to the video, the video, it's all in there. Definitely, yeah, check it out. It's, um, it's a full write up on everything. So. Oh, okay, so we have to watch the video for, to figure out what your payment. Yeah, you got a little, you got you got to leave some stackers a little bit of a go, go check it out. All right, guys, we'll never we'll never find out. Um, but okay, so he looks he's using Stripe here. You have a Stripe <laughs> account? Yeah. Oh, okay. What's wrong with Stripe? Professional. I mean, it's. It's super. It's like by definition. Some people want to. Some people want to pay with credit cards. You know, you got to let them pay with credit cards. That's why, like, the Bitcoin company is doing that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Got to let the fiat people in. Um, 
Cool, man. Uh, so that's a, those are the top uh, stories of the week. Uh, congratulations. Do we want to get? Do we want to read our boost before we get into it? Like- yeah, yeah. Let's read the boost. Uh, so we got a lot of boosts this week. We got uh, a lot of supporters. Bobby, Nick, Z, Jason, Mesky. There's just so many to read. Um, see you later, Ben. Uh, one one is from our. He's turning out to be our biggest booster, Blockchain Boog. He just comes in every week. He said, don't forget, fellas, Sphinx Chat was also one of the first apps that opened up the value for value pods. We want to make sure to get that in there. Oh, yeah. They've been super early the whole time. Yeah, that was from last week's episode. Blockchain Blockchain Boog, I believe, is also the person who uh, sent me Sats to get the tour. Oh, was he? uh, Yeah, the Onion address on Sacrums. Cool. That was them. Is that all our boosts? That's all our boosts. Let's get into awesome. the stacker metrics. Oh no, the stacker jobs, job boards. Oh no, we'll do the top. We'll do top stackers first. So what's kind? Of, so since last week, I've implemented a new reward algorithm, and so what's kind of interesting is there are like at least among the top twenty-one users, people are stacking a lot more. So for instance. Uh, in the top 21 users, everyone earned over 6,000 stats um, uh, last week on Stackers, which is kind of a big deal. Um, and these are, these are names I personally all uh, I recognize quite well because I know them to be quite active. Right. So that's kind of, that's kind of a good that's kind of a good sign. Um, but even if you go further, you go to the top 42. Look, there you are. You oh, earned yeah. over 2,000 stats. I've been jumping a lot of sats in there this week. Yeah, so uh, pretty cool, but you know, KR posted again two of the top stories of the week, so we earned a lot. Obviously, Evans AMA, uh, Moon now, um, but yeah, Harsh, I think, is a newer user, Spartan and Joel, but pretty cool to see. Um, uh, uh, Stats break down here. I don't know how well we can. I don't. I can't see what what the users, what uh, viewers can see. But um, a lot of tips this week, obviously, because blockchain Boog sent me uh, that five hundred thousand sats. You said there was like. Some, you said there was somebody yeah. that was complaining about the change earlier this week, or no? Yeah, there's a, there's been like two or three users. Well, one user who complained a lot. Um, and they because they're, they've stopped getting they've stopped getting rewards, and um, but they also don't participate very much. They they have like one one word comments and uh, don't post really much content, don't really upvote much. It's just that that's you know, I think all of us who are consuming the news on Stacker News and consuming the discussions would prefer that uh, all the sats that. Stacker News sends out go to those users uh, who are participating a lot and not to users who maybe aren't. Um, I have a spicy question for you. Yeah. Do you think it's possible where people or media companies will reach out to those individuals to post or is that not something that would happen? I don't know what that, I don't know why. So let's say, let's say hypothetically I wanted to get 
up there on the ranking as far as like a thriller Bitcoin article or something. Could I then go to one of those top five people and say, hey, could you post this? Would that incentivize them to do it? Or you think that's it's kind of a spicy question, top, but. Top five people? You mean the. the, the of the previous week. Five. Of the previous week. Oh, uh, no. So it wouldn't matter at all, really, um, if they posted it. Because it, 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 the only way you get ranked higher is if, if uh, users upvote it. Um, so you would still need that up, upvote effect. Yeah, it's not simply like if I post a story, it doesn't have any advantage over you posting a story. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, it just matters who if other users like it. The idea is like that it that it's kind of like a democracy. Um, but there is like this trust aspect where you have to kind of have good behavior over a long enough period of time, according to the algorithm that I use. Um, for you to have any influence at all over the ranking algorithm. And that's all that's all on the get or no? That's all on the get. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's it. And then uh, jobs, so staff work, back at the top again. Um, earn stats by listening to Bitcoin podcast, Plebeian technology, bit refill, still hiring for a bunch of roles on Stacker News. So regardless of where you are in the stack, as a developer, uh, BitRefill is hiring, and they're can either be in Sweden or remote. Um, still earn stats by watching Austrian economics podcasts for stack work. Um, and you can still apply to my senior example job on Stacker News. We still haven't found a great candidate yet. Uh, people have too much personality. We're really looking for someone who is uh, quite bland and really normal, and we haven't found that person just yet. But I'm hoping someone will be a great example candidate soon. Yeah, it's um, here at Bitcoin Park. They're doing this whole uh, building um, on Bitcoin like thing right now, and uh, there's a lot of people in there like learning about like Zapride, Oshi, Voltage, and uh, Mempool. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think we'll start. Hopefully, we'll start seeing more devs enter into the space. I think that's good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Also, another uh, thing I noticed that the Pomps jobs aren't on there anymore. He was, uh, he was on there for a little uh, bit. They, perhaps they ran out of sats. We can kind of tell. If it's expired, then, yeah. So they, uh, they just never came back. Uh, we need those sats. Jobs. We need those sats. Pomp, send them back to Stacker News. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should implement something where someone could put like an email address in and I like notify them when it runs out of stats and they'll come back and re reload it. Yeah, reload us, pump. <laughs> well, that's it, Car. That's uh, it. That's all you got. That's all I've got. I hope you have lots of fun in Nashville and meet uh, some nice ladies on a, Whoa. Out there for a bachelorette party or something. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you, how's that Airbnb going over there? Oh my God! It's it's uh, the last weekend was awful. It was just they were up until like five or seven a.m. in the morning. But I'm, yeah. I'm working on it. I'm gonna figure out a way to, uh, to possibly uh, I don't know get the get the hosts to be a little more clear with their guests about how they should behave. Yeah, are you investigating like who's the owner? So I saw on Twitter you're posting like a oh. you're like doing this whole like serial investigation. 
Well, there were like there were a bunch of coked up frat boys this past. Oh wow! We were up until like five or seven a.m. in the morning uh, outside, you know, hooting and hollering. Uh, and I ended up calling. I called Airbnb. I called the cops. Whoa! And, you did. Uh, Airbnb. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know what else to do. I tell the host they don't do anything. I tell Airbnb they don't do anything. I, like I have no other backstop. Like this is it. It's like either I have to call the cops or I'm just gonna not be able to sleep. So, uh, party B&B next to Keon. It looks. You might just anyway, have to. Airbnb- you might just have to start renting it out yourself and then just have two homes. <laughs> it's a thousand dollars a night. Oh no! Pay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I learned I learned a lot about so when Airbnb got back to me they're like hey the host name you gave us isn't the right host name here's the link to like the address you gave us and I go and follow the link and it's like holy crap the host of this Airbnb that I thought I was that that I thought I was talking to this whole time is not the actual host it's someone else um, and I'm just talking to like a property manager or something who's pretending to be uh, my neighbor. So that I guess like it deflects from the actual host, whatever whale holds like 16 Airbnb properties. I don't know. Yeah, they have that pool. That's what gets people in. Pools at Airbnbs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely attracts a part, a certain party crowd. Um, yeah. Fortunately, the pool is 10 feet away from my bedroom window, so. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, the pool is 10 feet away from my Got a show title. Yeah. Cool. Well, I have you have, hope you have a great week. I'll be back on Saturday, and then uh, we'll link up sometime Monday, I'm sure. Let's link up. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time, Zap. Stackers. There you go. Zap.